With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and podcast. We are back with a reaction to the 2-2 draw against Leeds. I'm Scott, I'm your host for this one, and I'm joined this week by Chris and Ian. Uh, boys, we'll jump straight into this one. Ian, we'll come to you first, mate. Uh, Eddie Howell announced one change in his starting eleven, and that was uh, Miggy Almiron coming in to replace Jacob Murphy. Uh, we did talk about this a little bit in the preview, but were you surprised by that at all, given uh, the the form that Miggy Murphy's been in? Um, yes, and I was more surprised that he started Isaac and Wilson again. We talked about that as well. That I didn't think that it would be both. I thought we, we thought it would be one or the other. Um, Murphy as well. I feel his run in the team. He, he's He's yes, he's not like a world class player, but you know what you get with him, and he is adding sort of assists and goals. And I think he has been on a good run of form. So I thought it was a little bit, a little bit harsh on on dropping him. Um, and like I say, the other side, I wasn't expecting to see Isaac and, and Wilson start together. If I was honest, yeah, there's been a lot of talk about that, Chris, with Isaac and Wilson, where they seem to be better as impact, where one's on and the other one comes on as a sub to to help assist. Um, do you think it's working? This starting them both. On the games, or do you think this isn't the time really to experiment for that, and we should really try our, our try and trusted uh, lineups? Um, Dick, I brought this up on the podcast on Monday. Um, just gone that it didn't work against Arsenal, but we should yeah. try it again. We tried it again against Leeds, and and it, it didn't work for me either. And it, it takes you back, and, and this is something else which Dick I mentioned that it's similar to what happened on this uh, party with CC and Ball. We're yep. trying to fit both of them in. And and yes, it may work in certain games, but once again against Leeds, it didn't. I think the, the commentator, I mean, it might have been Janus that, that mentioned this before kickoff. And he said that he's not too sure on this because of the impact that one of them can have coming off the bench. 
rather than obviously both of them starting. Because if, if you don't start well in the game, then, then yep. your chips are gone really on you. Yes, you've got the likes of Maxi and, and players like that that can come on. But I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not convinced by it yet. I'm not writing it off yet. But I wouldn't try it again next week. No. Yeah, I mean, for me, I feel like if Longstaff's fit, and Longstaff starts in the middle, you push Joel Linton up on that left-hand side and then it is one or the other. I don't think that you start them both if we have the players in the middle of the park that we're able to do. I just think he's kind of got his hand forced a little bit. Yeah, you've got Maxi and you've got Gordon who could probably fit in there as well and they did inevitably come on towards the end of the game. But I don't know. I'd, I don't think either of them are maybe 100% fit to start a game yet or he's saving them for what he probably thinks is a bigger game against Brighton in midweek. Um, obviously, the game kicks off, and, and Chris, it was a bit stop-start to begin with. Leeds tried to interrupt our flow, made it very, very frustrating to watch. A um, lot of fouls going in. Made it very obvious that they were trying to do that as well, mate. I think there was two fouls in the first couple of minutes, um, and, and it was just late challenges on the players. Not, I wouldn't say yellow card challenges, not, not early on, but just like you said, purposely slowing the game down because... Teams know how fast we, we can start games um, and they know that they were probably trying to just rattle a little bit. This is what yeah. Sam Allardyce's teams do. Just just leave that, that foot in, just that challenge a little bit too late and, and take us off our game. I, I wouldn't say it worked in regards to taking us off our game. It worked in regards to slowing the play down massively because we just couldn't throw two passes together after that for, mm-hmm. for the first 10-15 minutes. Um, but we, we knew that was going to happen. We had to be a bit quicker on the ball. And I think at times in that first opening minute of the game that we were just, just dawdling a little bit on the ball, um, especially the two Brazilian lads. They, they love dawdling on the ball. Yeah. But we knew it was coming. I wasn't shocked by it. But, yeah, it's, it was one of them. Then, Scott, I, I think, like, like I said, I, I wasn't really concerned about the challenges going in by Leeds. Early on, obviously, we'll, yeah. we'll touch on what happened later on and the referee losing a bit of control towards that level. But it is, honestly, if you're fighting for your life down there, you're going to be doing stuff like that, of course you are. So, yeah. there's, honestly, there's no concern from me. Like we, we knew what was going to be. Yeah, and there was an early penalty shout uh, for us. I think it was Joel Linton gets in the box and, and, and it looks like he gets brought down. The angle that we see it on the telly is you, you can't really tell either way. There's a bit of commotion from the crowd. But there's no replay, so I don't know if even Vaughn even looked at that one, Ian. Um, but right after that, seven minutes in, probably the worst start you could ask for. Leeds get a goal. Um, ball comes in, and, and to be fair, there's two defenders, or there's two attackers, sorry, who could head that ball. Um, they get they get the head on it, and Pope, to be fair, and pulls off a good save. Maybe he should probably do a bit better with where he palms that too, but I think he's just trying to stop it going in the back of the net. Um, and then you've got Ailing who, you know, follows up with a rebound. Were you disappointed to concede that type of goal? Massively. I think we talked about it as well at the, the on the preview that it would have been similar to the Everton game where if you sort of survive the first 15, 20 minutes, the crowd maybe starts getting a bit restless. They've got nothing to, to hold on to. Have you seen it later in the game when they were 2-1 down? There was like misplaced passes that they were like the fans were starting to get annoyed. Yeah. And I felt if you if you had got through that first 15, 20 minutes, it would have been a completely different game. Um, I think the goal comes from when you look at it, I think Cher's a little bit out of position. Um, and then Byrne is pushing Botman onto the I think the 
there's a player sort of on the far side of the box and then that's why he has two. But Isaac then, if you watch, he's just ball watching. Um, and I think <clears throat> with, as much as I love Isaac and I think he's a great player, that's one of the weaknesses I think that's in his game when he's out wide, or, or certainly a weakness of the team where you see the likes of Joe Willick and Joe Linton when they play out left, they have that defensive cover. Um, yeah. Because that's been instilled in them, where I think Isaac, because he's fairly new to playing out left, or, or certainly in this team, it's maybe he's ne- neglected a little bit that he's saying, all oh, right, I've got to come back and cover as well. Um, I've seen a lot of people say that Pope should have done a lot better. I think he's he's done really well to save it. Um, it almost yeah. looks like he's clawed it from behind him. And yeah, he's scooping it. He's definitely yeah. scooping it off the line. Which is where he doesn't get. He's at. I think he's at fairly full stretch as well, which is why he doesn't get the the power on at the palm. And then after that, it's up to the defence to react. And there's, like you say, there's no one there. It's, it's a very very poor start because then that gives them something to hang on to. There's them. Um, we well, mainly Dow were watching it expected just for them just to sit and and make it scrappy and put in those challenges that they had been in the first fifteen minutes. But yeah, it was it was a disappointing start. I thought. I, th- I think if we look at Isaac as well, Scott, is that yeah. He's acted well in regards to he does track his man up until that last point when I yeah. think his position and his head's probably thinking, oh, Pope's got this because it looked like he was going to get it. But obviously, he doesn't realize obviously that the angle that's came in and Pope's had to scoop it back out. And it's at that point when it looked when Pope's took the dive to, to get the ball that that's when Isaac stops. But Aylan's just read that perfectly yeah. and he's just run, he kind of missed from there. He really kind of, um, and, and that's the issue. He's actually thinking Pope's got it. He's probably thinking in his mind that we can get up the field really uh, quick here of our break. It's probably yeah. a bit of both. And he's just yeah. on it. He, he just had a, a lapse moment there. Well, I mean, Isaac's not a defensive player. You know, he's, mm. he's, he's a striker at the end of the day who's playing out wide. You know, you, you'd like to think a more experienced winger who has these defensive tendencies, as Ian said, would probably pick that up and probably track the run. Mm. You know, can't really blame anyone for that. You know, it's it's just one of those things where the right player in the right position would probably have tracked that a bit better. But it's stopping it the cross, Scott. It's stopping the yeah, cross. Yeah, uh, it's, it's stopping it to me. begin with is the problem. Yeah, the fact the cross was able to come into the box. Stop the cross with. and the ball doesn't get in the box. And, and I don't know yeah. how many times we'll, we'll have to look at that. And it's 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 creeping in a lot more. Honestly, mm-hmm. the teams are getting a hell of a lot more chances by balls coming in from out wide. Yeah, um, and then not too long after they had a penalty shout. Uh, well, well, they've not shout. They got a penalty, Chris. Um, again, breaking it in the box, and it's Joel Linton tracking the run. And fr- from what I've seen, he sticks his leg out to try and get the ball and slips, and then him falling onto the player is what obviously gives away the penalty. And mm. can't really have any complaints about the penalty. It's a stone wall, really. Um, yeah. But Patrick Bamford picks up the ball, and I'll let you describe what happens next. So first of all, I think I think Joel Linton just takes a chance. I think that's what he tries. He tries to get his toe on the end of that and knock it out of play. Um, and like you said, it's it's not really a tackle as no. such. It's not a sliding tackle at all. He just he stumbles like like you said. And he, they just just a bit clumsy. Each other. Yeah, of course it is. It it happens. It's one of them. Um, but yeah, luckily was Nick Pope was there. And as much as it, it, it was a bad <clears> penalty because it really was a perfect height for the goalkeeper. But yeah. Nick Pope's got to guess the right way. Obviously, he's probably done his homework before that. Mm-hmm. Um, Bamford isn't the best of strikers, and I'm putting that nicely as well. Um, I think that is his second penalty he's took this season, the second one he's missed. Yeah. So he's got a 100% record of missing penalties. But Nick Pope guesses the right way. Once again, at, at full reach to get that one. 
takes it down, so it's a two-handed save, and it's the, the follow-up, which impresses yeah. me with Pope. Yeah. He's so quick at, at gathering that ball and, and obviously doing what he needs to do because Bamford's mm-hmm. piling in there. Of course yeah. he is. Um, but yeah, Nick does... Nick Pope does absolutely amazing. He really does, and that, this is why he's such a highly rated goalkeeper. Yes, he's, he's yeah. had his, his his moments of of concerns this season. But we'll see. Um, looking at that Liverpool game, but honestly, any player that's stepping up to take a penalty against Pope, just the, the stature of the man. Honestly, he would put anybody off, and on he's he's a great shot stopper, and he proved yeah. that on that penalty. Yeah, there was a there was a clip from the tune and training as well this week where they were showing Nick Pope. He had a GoPro on, didn't he? Yeah, it's, well, uh, he had the GoPro on as well, but there was another clip where he's getting the getting balls just pelted at him, and he's he's really good at just stopping the shots. Like it, it's one of his strengths. I mean, I, we, I think we all know that from this season and from seasons past as well, where he's been. In but Bamford never looked confident. He, he, honestly, no. he's not a confident striker. He's well out of form. He's absolutely been stinking recently, and I'm saying recently he's been stinking for years. To be fair, um, and he just never looked confident taking that. I'm not sure what what the thing in letting him take that penalty. I, 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 I'm he sure must the, he must be the penalty taker or the one who is, is, is all injured. I'm sure BT um, said, like, why wouldn't you have Rodrigo on that? Because I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I don't watch Leeds enough to know, but I'm fairly certain he's took a few penalties for them and he he is a good goal scorer for them. But, was um, Rodrigo the one that got injured earlier? he done his shoulder earlier on the season. Is that him? He's been out for a little bit. He's that top I'm goal scorer, though. He scored. Like, he season. went on a mint run at the start of the season. Yeah, and yeah. He popped his shoulder, didn't he? And he was out for weeks. I'm sure I that was the start so, of the yeah. season. Possibly. Well, not long after that, we have a penalty of our own. Ian. Um, it's Isak breaking it in the box, and yeah, he's just he's, he's taken down. And it's again, it's a clear stonewall penalty for me. I, I've got no. I don't think as a Leeds fan you'd have any complaints about that. Although we'll. We'll come on to one particular Leeds fan who maybe did have a couple of complaints about that later on. Um, but he goes down, and, and were you surprised that Wilson took the penalty, given that Isak was the one who made it? Or do you think Wilson is the penalty taker? I, yeah, I think he takes it no matter what. I think, given I think just Wilson's confidence in in sort of listen. To be honest, listening to Kieran Trippier's podcast, um, sort of the week just gone, he's part of the leadership group, so. I would I would expect him. He's more of like a senior figure than what Isaac would. Mm-hmm. Um, and Callum Wilson backs himself. He's he's a very very confident player. Um, just touching on the penalty, I thought to be honest, I thought not that it was lucky that we were given, but it was lucky that that situation evolved. So I think Bruno's pass is a little bit I think overhit um, to what what I initially thought it was. And I think it's if Junior football doesn't slip, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, with that happening, the centre half, I think it's Christensen, might have been, um, has to then react. And obviously, it's clips, Stormwall penalty. But um, yeah, with uh, with Wilson stepping up, I, I had absolutely no uh, no doubt about it that he would score. He's he's in great form. He's very very confident, and he is a very very good penalty taker as well. I don't yeah. think it was Christian. I think it was either one. I don't think it was, was Christian. Wo- I think it was either Wo- one. Wo- yeah. Wo- yeah. Wo- yeah. Wo- yeah. Was either one. He obviously panics when he was. sees Junior. Junior slips and he panics and yeah. he just tries to put his foot through the ball. And well, was similar to the challenge that Botman did on fast. somebody the other week, where he just comes running in, tries uh, to smash uh, the ball. Against Brentford. Yeah. yeah, it was mm-hmm. really similar. He just comes running in. You think all day long, you think, ah, oh, he's got this, but absolutely just swings and misses. But that's what I like. Foot beforehand, I think. Yeah, I was going to say that before the player could. Swing. That's what I like about having Isaac in the team is even though 
in fairness, there's not a lot of room to run in behind the defence. He's still making those runs that put us in that position. And that's what I like about having him sort of uh, either on the wing or preferably up front because he's, he's able, even though the space isn't isn't a great deal to get in behind, he's still presenting those opportunities for, for players to pass him uh, beyond the, the defence. Well, Callum Wilson does convert it um, for, uh, you know, I think that was his 15th goal of the season. Um, and he'll get another one later on, which we'll come to. Um, he, he seems to be on fire at the moment. Half-time comes, it's 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 one all. Um, it, it's not a bad performance from us, but it's one of those ones, Chris, where you think we need to be more clinical here. We need to be, you know, taking these chances. Scott, the, the, the lads look absolutely shattered. And I think yeah. it's been highlighted loads now. They look absolutely knackered. You can tell that towards the end of the first half. Obviously, the lads have got such engines on them, so it's it's highlighted even more us watching that and the look knackered, and Bruno especially. Uh, we, we've said for the last couple of weeks now, something's yeah. not right, and now he's had back-to-back poor games. Um, I wouldn't have been shocked to, to see Eddie Howe change things at half-time, but he didn't. Um, I, I think I'm normally pretty confident going at half-time with a level and thinking we can turn this around, but that game, there's something about it. I, honestly, I hated that game from... The second it started to the second it ended, I hated everything about that game of football. I was so tense watching it because it could have went anyway. Yeah. It really could have, hence why it's ended up in a draw. Because it was pretty, pretty a mid-game for a neutral, to be fair, because it was end-to-end throughout. But yeah. nah, honestly, I absolutely detest every second of that football match. I mean, I think just before halftime as well, there was another shout for a penalty where I think it was Junior Furpong again jumps into the back of Wilson. Stonewall. No the ball and goes down. Um, for me, anywhere else on that pitch, that's a free kick and possibly a yellow card. Yeah. Because um, he's not making any attempt to play the ball. He's just jumped into the, jumped back, into of the back of him. So I Stonewall. don't know why it that's not a Yeah. And VAR looked at it as well. And it's obviously wasn't clear and obvious enough or whatever the, their excuses this week. But. Um, yeah, we go in one all, a bit frustrating, but um, it's one of those. Uh, I think Leeds make a change at halftime. I think they make a change in the middle. Um, I think they bring, who was it? Da- no, was it Dallas that brought? No, Forshaw, Adam no. Forshaw. They Forshaw. Brought yeah, Forshaw. For sure. I think it was Greenwood who come off. Um, so I probably like for like swap, I, I don't know too much about that middle for Leeds. Um, but the game restarts and it's, we seem to have a bit more of a forefront in this one. We seem to be a bit more attacking. Um it it it's it appeared to be playing out like games of weeks just past Chris where we'll have a, a shaky or a you know put a shaky first half and then we'll come out that second half all guns blazing. Um and you're just waiting for the goal. Um mm. unfortunately it doesn't really come uh, until we get the penalty shout. Um that again, very similar to the Brentford penalty. Player jumps, arm in the air, hits his hand, and um yeah, it's given. Is that a penalty for you, Chris? There's a lot of debate whether Isak pushes the guy in the back. Whether um, all, all day long, mate. It's, it's all day long. There. I think the reason VR took so a while to, to decide was because we're looking at the build-up to it. Then yeah. obviously, if Isak had pushed him, it's a penalty all day long. Obviously, some of the Leeds fans, which I've seen reaction after, I'd saying it's not saying that you can't clearly see him hit his fingers, but you're saying can his fingers literally move. <laughs> I think that move. was Richard Keyes. I don't think that's a Leeds fan. I think obviously, <laughs> Honestly, without that you can lack, see the lack of hair on hands, you, you kind of tell if her fingers are moving <laughs> off without seeing it. In it's the wind, a so. stonewaller, and honestly, if I'm a Leeds fan, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not kicking off the officials for that one. I'm kicking off at me player with the because player. Yeah. why you why you jump with mm-hmm. your hands in the air like that? It's happening far too often, and 
Yes, you can say Isaac's got a slight push, but honestly, you, you, it's a it's you, a physical you, contact uh, sport. Like you, you, you expect you, that. Honestly, you're pushing that. Like if you think if you think you're going to get that um, ruling the, the the penalty out, that Isaac's little nudge, it's nothing, absolutely nothing, and it's feeble. Um, but all day long, it's a penalty, and I, I don't even. I, this is what I don't get about VAR, right? They, they send the referee over, right? Why? Why, why, yeah, he's already said it's why are you wasting everybody's time? Everybody yeah. knows it's a penalty. You know it's a penalty. Come on, not just change it where you go and go, I mate, you got it wrong, it's a penalty. It's, yeah. Done. Yeah. I'm wondering Done. if they're questioned about whether we should give the player a second yellow and, and send him off. Um, Possibly. Because for me, it is. I mean, you've handled the ball in the box. It's, it's a yellow card all day. I think yeah. the fact that he got booked three yeah, minutes booked. before that. He should have got. Is he really, could have been sent off earlier. About, yeah, about two or three times. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it, it was one of those where I think had he have been sent off, and he, he probably rightly should have been should sent have off. Been. That changes the end of the game. Was it was a? Uh, was it Royal the Junior? Junior. Fairborn. Junior. Sorry, Junior. Um, he was the one that put the challenge on Bruno, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Where it was. So it was like for that. It was that was a stupid for me. That was he wasn't in control because he's on the stretch. He's both mm. feet is off ground and it's above yep. it's above his ankle. So all three of those, yes, there wasn't a great deal of force, but all three of those are in danger and opponent. So which the, the, the commentator said that the reason he's got away with it because he's he's trailing leg hits the ground, the ground just before yeah. the challenge is made. He's flying, man. He's absolutely flying yeah. through the air there. Like, and if the referee gives a red card, we all don't overturn that. No, nah, no, not a chance. Don't know what's in it. It's it's a red card for me. Might be a little bit harsh, but it's a red card. And yeah, so while I'm talking about two. cards, <laughs> while I'm talking about cards, keep I should have been sent off as well. So the referee boots a hundred percent. Yeah, right? yeah. Taking the absolute piss, he is absolutely he's horrendous. The ball, isn't he? Aye. So he's he's taking the piss. Trippier standing there as he does with the ball, keeping away from Wilson. Does so. I think it might be Ailen that's still in the box at this point. So there's a bit of a kerfuffle going on there. Then the keeper comes out. The referee books him. He goes back to his goal. When the referee turns his back, he comes back out to Wilson, standing in his face. The referee goes back over and tells him to stop doing it. You've already warned him. You've given him the yellow card. And then he does it again. Bollocks. Give him another one. Just send him off. Yeah. Bottled it. Yeah, it's... um... I mean, it would... I don't want to say it would be harsh, but it would be... It wouldn't be maybe, you know... The the fairest ways of getting sent off, but he's well. The change doing it. He's warned him. He's warned him. Yeah. As of next season, the change in the rules where goalkeepers just aren't allowed to do that whatsoever. They're not allowed mm-hmm. to do anything. It's putting advantages towards strikers, so the keeper's not allowed to put them off by hitting the crossbar, yeah. touching the net, touching the post, whatever. They're just categorically not allowed to do it. Just send them off. Honestly, yeah. send them off. It sets the president, doesn't it? Um, but again, it's Wilson who steps up, and this time Ian hits it down the middle, sends the keeper the wrong way. Another nice penalty. Yeah, nothing, nothing more to say than that. A- again, it's a case of I always find as well. Um, even though, like, you're confident you'll score because he's already scored a penalty. There's a lot of psychology about right where yeah. will I hit it? Like, and there's a lot of mind games between the keeper and, and Wilson, especially with the delay as well. But again, he's he's in good form. He's a confident player, and he, he's he's done the job. Um, a hundred percent. Bet your house on him, don't you? a hundred percent. Um, in like quite, I would say that it was quite a high pressured situation as well. But I completely agree with Chris there. They should have had, and I don't want to say like woe is us and it's it's always against Newcastle, but 
if you're looking at the letter of the law and by what you've seen over the course of the season, Furball could have easily went for his tackle. Mm-hmm. If he's got a yellow card, fair enough. That's a blatant handball. That's a yellow card. Navas has been... Uh, not, not Navas, sorry. Um, Robles, Joe Robles has been booked and then continues to do so. Like Chris says, grows and balls, set a precedent, send them off. Like, um, And like you say, it, it, it could lead to a different game. Um, and I completely understand that. But then for me, those decisions have been made. They've gone. We can't change that. It's then oh, yeah. putting putting the game beyond doubt with, with what has happened. And as I'm sure we'll get on to, we, we didn't look to do that, unfortunately. Or we, yeah, we, we couldn't um, do that. We make some changes, Chris. Um, obviously, Miggy goes off and so does Wilson. Uh, and he mm. brings on uh, Gordon and St. Maxim, who... They've made a bit of game packed. They, they they do change the game up a little bit. Um, obviously, we then score a third goal um, where it's Isak breaking uh, and St. Maximum slots at home. But I think Gordon just holds on to that ball just a little bit too long uh, to set Isak off and, and it is offside. Although, Tyndall and Howe seem to think otherwise. They're arguing something uh, with the fourth official. The, the, the commentators pick it up, but I haven't seen any other angle other than what BT Sport have shown. I think um, they're probably just not happy with how late the flag went up, but the, yeah. the, the linesman's that's, done that well. Um, he's done it perfectly. That's how it's supposed to be, isn't it? As soon as my the issue is, out of play, the my issue is makes his decision. Gordon, I'm screaming at the telly. To release it. Gets up on, yeah. I'm screaming, yeah. just give him it, because you can see. He's in. three players on the attack, and he's through. He's absolutely all day long, clear as day, he's through. And I'm screaming at the TV, and as soon as he releases that, I'm thinking he's offside. We can tell straight away yeah. he's, he's well offside, not even close. He's well offside. And to be fair, they've the done well. Isaac obviously just waits till the last possible moment to, to pass that across to Maxi. Uh, Maxi just absolutely smashes <laughs> yeah, that ball. There's like, no need to hit it that hard, is there? <laughs> um, and Maxi knows. Maxi knows as soon as he hits yeah. that ball, he doesn't celebrate. <laughs> he looks straight back over, sees a flag up. It's. It, I'm, I was so frustrated at going in that instance. Like, just jumping yeah, in on um, that. So yeah. I, I know it's, uh, this is going off on a tangent a little bit. I know that's the rule that they have to wait. But, like, we know that's blatantly offside. You can see that. What's to say, and, and I know it's all ifs and buts, but what's to say, like, the keeper comes out and tackles Isaac and he breaks his ankle? Like, that mm. doesn't happen if he flags straight away. For me, that rule really, really annoys us that they wait until the last possible minute to, especially when it's as blatant as that. But that's, yeah. like I say, that's just another. I think that's like the thing, right? If, if you if have to let it go, you have blatant, to. You can put your, your flag up, but if, you, if you've got any doubt at all, you have to let the game play so then VAR can take a look at it. Mm. But if, if you know, Isak was stood a yard offside and he gets the ball, then yeah, the linesman can put his flag up and, you know, there's no problem. But it, I think it's when it's close or if the linesman isn't in line with the defenders and he doesn't know, he has to let the game progress until either a, the, a shot is taken or, you know, until the play ends, basically. Especially um, with with such a like like a goal scoring opportunity, yeah. you, imagine imagine if he had a flag there and, and when Isaac touches it, we're through. Then it gets aye. taken back and he's not offside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, I, 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 I see it. I see it both ways, but I just think it could potentially like sooner or later that will happen. Yeah. But yeah, yeah against, against Sheffield Wednesday, yeah, it? Sheffield United, sorry, Sheffield United, yeah. But it's it's a thing, right? I mean, if it's not clear and obvious, then. You should let the you should let it go because what if? But you know we always talk the, say to the players who you play at the whistle, the linesman should play to the game unless they're one hundred percent confident and it, it is blatant that um, that's what's going on. Um, not long after that though, Chris, um, 
we seem to lose our head a little bit and we let them we start letting them get back into the game and it inevitably leads to uh, an equaliser from Leeds. Um, frustrating. 100% mate it's, it's another deflected goal yeah. <laughs> like how many times well, there was one just last week against Fabian Shaw we had one in the cup final against Man United we've had this one against Leeds there's nothing anybody can do about that it's just one of those things yeah um, but I've seen a lot of people say that Trippier should be preventing the corner to begin with but if you watch it back he tries another, another jumping for the ball and it hits him he doesn't know anything about it, and it, it, it does just go off, I think, off him. I think what he tries to do, I think he tries to, is that not the one where he tries to play it back to Pope? And there's just, they've just completely misread it. I is think that one? It just looks like in front of them. And yeah, it's a, it's a, to get it. To get it, and it just hits off him. Out for a corner. I, might, I might be thinking of another one in the game because there was one where he tried to just knock it back to Pope, and Pope mm. just wasn't uh, aware of that. Um, but Trivia does well. He, he blocks the first shot coming yeah. in, he blocks that with his shoulder, I believe it is. I'm sure it's his shoulder he hits. Then the next one, he just absolutely smashes that. And, and honestly, Pope's got it covered all day long. You can see him move to the right. But yep. as he takes that step, he looks to his left. And you can see the ball's just going to tuck right into that corner. There's nothing which we can do about that. But the frustration lies with that. We've had chances throughout the game once again. Mm-hmm. And it's just that, that putting the ball in the back of the net, that's an issue. And, that, and that's all that it is. And like I said, at half time, the, the lads look knackered towards the end of the second half. It's. These lads need this season to be wrapped up as soon as yeah. possible because I'm, I'm scared now that we're going to pick mm. up a couple of injuries. That's what worries me because Bruno's, like I said, Bruno's not right. Far from it. Um, he's He looks slow at the minute, Bruno. And I know yeah. he likes to take his time, but he looks slow. He's, he's making Even wrong decisions. Standards, yeah. mm, he's making wrong decisions. And, and the commentator has picked up on this as well, saying that he's just he's not opening the doors like he normally does. There's a couple of moments where he, he created a couple of things, yeah, yeah, yeah. great passes, but there's some which are just massively overhit. And he needs this season to come to an end so he can get away, get that ankle looked at, and let the recovery mm-hmm. commence. Because Absolutely. honestly, we're knackered. Every single one knackered. And I think it's, it's an unchanged back, back four, back five, really, throughout yeah. the season. And you can tell now, like when it's come to the business end of the season, when other teams are, are starting to put a bit of form together, we're dropping our form. Mm-hmm. That's the worrying thing for me. Like, and I wasn't nervous about Liverpool catching ourselves. I'm a little bit nervous now. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're right about players being tired. I think Joe Willock looked very slow, exhausted. Um, he looked yeah. like he was running treacle from you know 30, 40 minutes in, and, and it, it didn't seem to improve much. Um, there's one more incident at the end of the game that we'll touch on. Um, obviously. Junior Firpo finally gets sent off. Uh, it's a tackle on Gordon, who seems to on goal. He takes his boot off him. Um, again, that's a probably a straight red. If, if he's, I don't know if he's last <clears> man <throat> back or not, but he's I think he is. You know, hasn't even tried to get the ball. He's just took the player out. Um, and given where it is at that point of the game and how the game is, I think it would all escalate into a straight red. To be fair, and I think he does get a straight red. Actually, I don't think the second yellow, mate. Second, second yellow. yellow. It was the second. Yellow. The second yellow. Yeah, second yellow. Okay. The camera is actually um, panned where the referee just shown a red, but it came yeah. up second second book. Ah, again. okay. No worries. Um, and then obviously we get a free kick on the very edge of the box, and it is. It's not a penalty. The the yeah. Um, the, not a great decision. The tackle happens outside. Um, but and this is what I really want to touch on. It's another poor set piece. Um, Trippier did it's one in the first half where he's passed it just straight. Worst. Yeah. Worst free literally kick passed it to the wall. 
Yeah, and then this one, you, you, you know, I said in the group chat, put Isak on this. You just need someone to share. wear it. I thought Fabio was going to smash it. Yeah. Um, I think it's far too close to goal for the type of free kicks. It's around. That's really good. If, if you look at the angle. Up and under, can you? Or up and down. Well, if you look mm. at the angle, because there's a player line on the deck, so you're not going to get under. Um, it's it's probably a little bit too close to get it up and over. The same that Trippi has done it before. It's around the wall that it looks yeah. like. It looks like there's a huge gap around the wall that, that he might. And that's what he tries to do because it just hits the edge of the wall, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and again. it's one of them, but you're right, Scott. We should be doing better from, from those positions for a set piece, 100%, especially with a player like, like Trippier on the field. Well, I mean, it, it's been, I can't even remember how long it's been. Our free kicks and our corners oh, have been honking. They've been absolutely was, honking for as long was as a, we can remember. The, the there was a period in the season where we were yeah. so creative and we were like, it yeah. was literally every every other game or, or whatever was scoring, not directly from putting the ball in. But just like the sort of the like the the set play routine, like it was yeah. very clever. We're trying things different all the time, and we're scoring. I think there was a, I'm sure there was a run. Maybe it's about three or four games where we would score or do something very very creative that would lead to a goal scoring opportunity. Now it's just a ball into the box, and with the height that we've got as well, I like to share Botman, Burn, Isaac. Like we're not really threatening. No, um, and it's it's very frustrating. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of focus goes on the set piece taker, and and rightfully so to some extent. But there are times where he's putting in good balls in the box from a set piece, and no one's attacking it, or what we are attacking. Well, is coming this is why he's so high up on, on the chances created chart. Yeah, yeah, because because he is doing it, but in the same breath, some of his set pieces have been absolutely yeah diabolical. Some corners hitting the first man, and I, I hate to see it. I hate it when it. The corner hits our first man, um, but well, when, when like you were it just doesn't work. Yeah, like you <laughs> said, we've, worse. we've been trying new things, uh, and mm. we're, we're, we're did at the start of the season. We're working. We're still trying new things, but this we're just not, not delivering on them. Because yeah. that that one early on the, in the first half, it was a new thing which we're trying. Because you, you could tell what he's trying to do. He's trying to just squeeze it between the wall and the player, so you could just run in and have a shot at goal. But he just completely timed well, it completely yeah. wrong. Yeah, it was awful. Um, there was one more incident I want to touch on, obviously off the field, but in the in the dugout, um, the Leeds fan getting into the technical area and, and getting hands on Callum Wilson. Um, I don't want to put too much emphasis on this because it did something that we was don't it Callum want to Wilson? see. But... Like, no, Sorry, no, no. Callum Wilson. I mean, Eddie Howe. I don't know why. Imagine putting your hand on Callum Wilson. You would have been smashed. You wouldn't need Triple H, would he? Um, <laughs> oh, man. But the fact that it was able to happen in the first place, Chris, is quite a worry. Uh, the fact that he's yeah. able to stroll past the Leeds bench and past Sam Allardyce and get to Eddie Howe is, you know, right. nothing on our security because you really probably shouldn't need them to do that. But the fact that the stewards are in the ground and they're not doing anything and there's no one there, and the fact he got so close, he actually got hands on him, is a bit of a worry. So Triple H has, has appeared on the bench a few times. Yeah, this season for us, he really has. Honestly, that that bloke got absolutely pedigree to hell, didn't he? Like I would say, yeah. like absolutely smashed the foot. Probably had a steel chest me smashed off his face as well. Um, <laughs> off top of the cage. But <laughs> was he wearing a Newcastle shirt? Because well, yeah, he's got a suit on. I don't hasn't know. He? It's, no, it's like, like a jacket. It's like a jacket. It's like a hoodie style jacket that he's got on. But um, when he's he got his arms up, when Triple H finally, yeah, Triple H was mm-hmm. slow. I'll tell you what, he's slow. I can't yeah, Um We should make this a contest to see who can outrun Triple H for the rest of the season. Um, but when he's got him, he's got his arms up. It looks like he's got wearing the um, the anniversary kit, you know, the black stripe ones. 
All right. The different shades of black. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's wearing that. I might be completely wrong. But I mean, maybe maybe just put him in the the staff training gear. With the um, you know, with the the black with the grey spots on it, like the spotty stripes. Uh, right. I don't think I don't think Doesn't... that much thought's gone in with Scott. <laughs> <laughs> think, but no, but like he's more like plain clothes, so people don't know his security. Is what I'm trying to get at. Like the no man, the, I'm talking about that kid. The bloke, the bloke, the, the person off. that pushed the pushed oh, the Eddie Howe. Person. Yeah, yeah. Ah, it looks. <laughs> I was trying Scott to figure out what top he had. Some going on. I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about Triple H, haven't they? Triple H is casual Friday. Triple H is wearing a suit. But like I said, it, it's not something we like to say. And, and, you know, thankfully, nothing bad happened. It was just Claire getting Eddie Howe's face. I think it probably well, shook Eddie Howe up a little bit. He's mentioned it in his, co- in his conferences. Um, you know, there's been comments this morning on certain radio stations that, you know, Eddie Howe hasn't got a right to complain, <laughs> given that he can't. He hasn't answered questions about our ownership, which I think is absolutely disgraceful. What? Um, that was on Talk Sport this talk morning. Sport. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't got a, a right to complain because he's not, a member he... of the public has gone onto a, a football field confronted well, shouldn't be allowed to enter. anything on him. Yeah. Eddie Howe's not allowed to complain about that. Yeah, because he's not oh. commenting on Saudi Arabia's human rights record. Who said that? Who uh, who was it on TalkSport? I don't know who it was on TalkSport. I've just seen... I haven't heard the soundbite, but I've just seen... Seen people on Twitter reporting about it, so it's uh, yeah. It's Honestly, not, the dicks. I'm sorry, that I'm not supposed to be swearing, but that was Pep Guardiola or even Arteta or Ten Hag. Good dicks. Sorry, Scott. Like how are like right? I get it. Right, I get the issue with the ownership. I get it, and I get why Eddie Howe is going to be criticised for not doing it. But to then turn that and say that he hasn't got a right it's his to have a, yeah. an opinion yeah. on somebody approaching him during a football match. Honestly, I hear this place may like. But I, mean, it, it, I it agree with It should be Scott. the safest place for him, though. He should, be, 100%. He should feel 100% safe there. Maybe Wait. a projectile getting thrown at him is the worst thing he should be worrying about. Not about... Do, play, do you know what it is? My concern, if I'm Eddie Howe now, I'm sacking off Triple H and I'll probably get the Undertaker I like because he didn't <laughs> do his job very well. Like, he was so slow. Wait, just well, when you were on about it quicker, Tyndall was there. <laughs> yeah, he got Tindall there quicker. There. No surprise there, though. Um, <laughs> 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 what just with, with you saying, oh, he like could have had anything. Can you not remember when Rose West chained himself to the goalpost and well, yeah. the, went in the crowd and someone had a pen knife? Like from yeah. there was an Everton fan that had a pet. Like, who's to, over. Yeah, who's yeah. to say this? This bloke. Like I don't. I don't really get why he's so vexed with Eddie Howe. I'd, like I don't know if like Eddie Howe's his missus fancies Eddie Howe or something like that, and he's taken his divorce quite poorly. But like, like I, I just don't get it. But like, like you say, it's not like he's wearing like a because like media, even media, like people have like the vest with it's media just, on just, or like just a fan. Like how how he, he hasn't been spotted like is absolutely maybe it was words of encouragement from the fan maybe you went up Eddie Howe Eddie you're the main man don't let Tyndall get in front of the cameras you're <laughs> yeah. the main man he was doing that but at the end of the day the fan has been arrested I, I think Leeds have pretty much instantly given him a lifetime ban lifetime which... ban yeah police have charged him as assault as well that'll be that'll be every stadium not yeah. just that one will be oh every yeah that'll be, that'll be every every stadium in football let's hope we can um, you know. That sets a precedent to other fans. I mean, it's it's kind of this unwritten thing of you don't do it because that's what will happen to you. But whenever it happens, the fact that it gets reported on, the fact that it's instantly happening where, you know, these fans are getting banned, 
hopefully there's it's always one dickhead that can't handle the beer mate yeah, well, that's the thing. It was a it was a twelve thirty kickoff. He's probably had too many beers and hadn't had his McDonald's right. before he got you know, inside. So brown ale on his porridge, any? Exactly. <laughs> but we'll not end it on that sour note. Obviously, we do now have guaranteed Europa League football yeah. after that point. So every cloud has a silver lining. And obviously, we're still pushing for Champions League football. Chris, you've mentioned already you're a little bit nervous now about getting that. Um, is the, are the next two games just must wins? Oh, sorry, uh, we, do we have to win two of the next three? Because we do have three games remaining. Just the longer not, it goes on for me, it's they're not makes must wins everyone yet. more nervous. Mm-hmm. They're not must wins yet. It would help massively. They're not yeah. must win yet. I think, let's see, Liverpool play Monday night. Is that right? Against Leicester, yeah, yeah Monday. So let's see what, what happens here. Leicester are still fighting for, for the lives, yeah? Let's remember that. It's at Anfield. Is it at Anfield? No. Is it away? No, I think it's away. Is that King Power, right? So, um, oh, let's yeah, see what happens Monday. Let's yep. see what happens Monday, then ask us that question again on Tuesday morning, Scott. Then I'll tell you if it's a must win. No worries. Um, obviously, Ian, we, we know Liverpool are playing Leicester, but they also, let Liverpool have to play Villa. Villa and yeah. I think that is the game which we could actually get a favour off Villa. I think Villa could get a result from Liverpool. Maybe it's not win, but I don't think they'll lose. And, and, you know, I think that could be the decider one for us. And it, it's horrible that we haven't to rely on another, yeah. game, another result. I mean, it's... We really it's, were not, because it's still it's in still our hands. It's still in our hands, we can yeah. still do this with two wins, but, um, you know, it would be nice. A nice cushion to to be on if, if well, yeah, I think, we can lose points, drop points against Villa. I think I looked at it this morning. So I think if Villa win, I think we only need two points to guarantee, because obviously the maximum... If it's a draw, I think it's four points. Looking at that, it makes us feel a little bit better because I definitely think we've got, in, in that, that situation, I definitely think we'll put, pick up at least two or at least four points. But my, I'm the same with Chris. Like I've been fairly, fairly optimistic and fairly positive that we'll do it, but it's now the longer that it's going on, it's a case of you putting more pressure on the remaining games. Yeah. I think this stage of the season is all about momentum. We're slightly dropping our momentum. And I just feel like the likes of Liverpool, as much as I, I still think we'll do it, they have players that have handled like high-pressure situations throughout their careers, whereas we have a fairly inexperienced squad about handling those those big, big moments. Um, arguably Trippier, um, I'd say that that's it really in the mm-hmm. squad, um, which makes us a little bit more nervous. I still think we'll do it, but it's we're making a little bit hard work of it. It wouldn't be Newcastle United if we didn't. I mean, that that's that's how we do things. Um, you always got to have a little bit of a uh, little bit of doubt creeping in the back of your mind to be a Newcastle fan. Uh, we'll wrap it up there, boys. Um, we'll be back this week uh, with the All Smiling Faces podcast on Monday. Uh, I believe this is the week for Canny Chatter as well. So we'll, yes. we'll have one of those recording. Um, I'll speak to Roger. See if extra time's coming back. I'd like to think. I think. I think we'll get at least get one in before the end of the season. Um, and we'll also be back with a match preview for Brighton this week as well. Um, if you like all of this content, if you've liked this video specifically, if you scroll down from this this video that you're watching and hit the little thumbs up button, that gets this video in the feeds of like-minded fans and probably also dropping some Leeds United uh, fans as well. Um, if you want to go one step further, you can hit the subscribe button and that'll put us in your feed whenever we post new videos. And if you'd like to be notified when that happens, you can hit the notification bell. 
If you want to go one step further, we do have a membership program. It's two ninety nine a month. That'll get you access to uh, early access to pre-recorded videos as well as access to the Telegram group. To sign up to that, if you scroll down from this video and hit the join button, that will get you access to the membership. And if you're listening to us on your podcast station of choice, whether that's Apple, Spotify, or whatever you like to listen to us on, please give us a, give us a five-star rating. It really helps push us up the charts on those podcasts. But, boys, thanks for this one. I'll let you all enjoy uh, your Sunday. Hopefully the weather's quite nice where you guys are at the moment. Um, and we will see you all in the next one. Thanks there. Bye, everyone. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.